the Wandering Journo at Stories That Matter Studios. I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey through theatre of the mind, highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Here we are with Natalie Weir, the Artistic Director of Expressions Dance Company. Thank you for joining us for this special Streets of Your Town podcast for Miro Magazine. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. So, Natalie, this is quite a pivotal production, really, for Expressions for a number of reasons. Can you tell us a bit about perhaps the, the 10th anniversary for yourself first? That, that's sort of most significant for you, I imagine. Yeah, I can't believe it's come around this, this quickly. So this is my 10th year here as Artistic Director. Um, and, yeah, it's, the lot's changed in that time. Uh, it feels like quite a milestone to me. Um, started in 2009. When I started, my little boy was just not even walking, and now he's grade five. So it's a long time. Um, and this is our third year of our chi- China-Australia Dance Exchange, which I'm really, really proud of. Uh, it's a great initiative working with three companies in China under the artistic directorship of Willie Chow. And so this year we're working with City Contemporary Dance Company who are based in Hong Kong called CCDC. And how, had, how did that evolve, that collaboration, particularly with China? Willie was um, known to the company by Maggie, the previous director, and I met up with him in, in all places, Korea, in Busan at a dance festival. And I said, you know, maybe we could work together sometime. And he took EDC out to dinner and he had his company CCDC there. And so we all went to dinner together and we started to talk about collaboration. And so we have collaborated in the past, but then um, uh, last year we we decided to formalise the partnership a little bit more Mm -hmm. and um, work over a a five-year period until 2020. And so um, in 2000. What's last year? So 2016, we worked with um, the Guangzhou Modern Dance Company, um, another of his companies. And then last year and this year, we're working with CCDC. And then next year, we work with the Beijing Company. It's called Beijing LDTX. And then the final year, 220, um, we're not exactly sure yet, but we're hoping we might be able to guess from, get guests from all three companies to bring it together. It must bring a lot of benefits, not only to the dancers, but to the company. Does it sort of invigorate ideas for you? So what are some of the benefits that you find from having this sort of collaboration? Um, it's, what I feel is it's quite a, um, a deep, if you could say a deep um, collaboration. So... We're sharing cultures as well. Um, like when we perform there, we're performing also to their audiences. So they're introducing our company to their audiences. And the same here. We're int- introducing our audiences to the company that travels here. Um, so in the studio, it's absolutely beautiful because um, a lot of, hardly any of, or none of the Australian dancers can speak Chinese. And some of the Chinese dancers can speak English. But so much is um, understood just through the body language and the language of dance. And so intertwining the two styles is quite beautiful because the Australians tend to move in a really big way because we're, we're used to having a lot of space and so they cover the ground and they're often extremely tall. Whereas the Chinese dancers, they live in um, tighter, uh, there's a lot more people and they tend to move really fast and really small and really sharp but fluid. And so it's quite beautiful to put the two together. And how does that translate into the, the show itself? So in the show, um, my work, which is Four Seasons, Com- combines my six dancers and their 12 dancers. So there'll be 18 to 20 dancers on stage. And 
um, each Australian dancer dances with a Chinese dancer, so it's completely combined. So it's just really beautiful to watch them working together, and it feels like one big company. Um, Four Seasons is famous for Valdi music, stunning music, and I've also used um, some of the Max Richter who rewrote Vivaldi, and so it's a you know it's beautiful. Uh, music and the work itself is really, really fantastic to watch. Yes, it was interesting seeing Max Richter, uh, particularly for for this podcast for for Miro magazine. That was one of the reviews we did. Of course, was that when the Royal yeah. Ballet came last year, and Max Richter's uh, music was such a big part of that. It's such strong music. I mean, how does that uh, come through when you're choreographing? It's th- those rhythms are quite incredible, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, I've been a Max Richter fan for a long time. Um, and his Vivaldi, his um, Four Seasons still has a lot of those recognisable tunes mm-hmm. that Vivaldi wrote. Um, but with a big cast, it's it's easier to be strong. You know, when you see a mass of people on stage, you know, you can really uh, drive the choreography to match the music. And so it's quite an exciting work. Um, but it's also beautiful and delicate as well. And rather than thinking about the seasons, uh, I've approached it more like seasons of life. And so mm-hmm. it's quite emotional and very and very beautiful. And it's a triple bill, so the CCDC has they've created um, one of the the triple bill as well. Yes. So Christina Chan, who's an Australian choreographer who was born in Hong Kong, is creating for the CCDC dancers. She's over there now, and Dominic Wong, who is the assistant artistic director of CCDC, came here for the last four weeks and choreographed a piece for us. So we see. EDC just on their own, we see CCDC just on their own, and then we see my four seasons with them together. And already the the company is over in Hong Kong, the first performances will be there. Yes, so they're there, um, they've been there all week rehearsing, putting the three elements together. Um, I arrive Monday and then we head into the theatre on Tuesday, and then it opens on the Friday night next week. So that's Friday the... 1st of June, yes, yes it is. Yes it is, so it's so, three shows, the 1st, 2nd and the 3rd. And then coming back to Brisbane? Yes, so then the company comes here for the Playhouse at QPAC, which is really exciting, and it opens mm-hmm. on the 14th of June. But that's not the end of it, then going on again? And then, so that goes for uh, two weeks, and then we head to Darwin, to the Darwin Entertainment mm. Centre, and that is the 29th of June. And then um, later in the year, in uh, end of July, we head over to Beijing for the Beijing Festival as well. Oh, this is great. I mean, for contemporary dance to have this sort of extended tour, you must be thrilled. Yeah, I am. And I hope mm. that we'll even get more life out of it mm. once it opens and people see it. You know, it's a beautiful product that hopefully we can tour even more in the future. So the dancers must be very excited to, to have this sort of exposure as well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, they, they learn a lot about themselves as artists when they're working in this way. Um, and, yeah, the, it, it feels um, very like an important collaboration in terms of um, there's such great respect between um, EDC and the Chinese companies. And we really appreciate each other, I think. And what we do, we also share um, choreographers, we also share dancers, 
Uh, we also send people to do workshops in each other's cities, so it's quite multi-layered. And um, the CCDC company are stunning, absolutely stunning. You really need to get people in, in there to see. And, of course, the EDC dancers, we all know they're beautiful, stunning as well. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, this is how many shows, looking back now, if we come back to that theme of 10 years for yourself, how many shows have, has expressions produced in that time how has the company evolved like we've done one major big work nearly every year um Mm. and plus we've done a whole heap of small ones um Mm. we've had guest choreographers we've done emerging choreographer seasons um we've toured um throughout australia i mean and we're also now really looking into the education arm of the company because we're we're um connecting with young people more and more and so we've just launched um, a youth ensemble which starts in a couple of weeks time which is really exciting so I feel like the company's growing and expanding and we're we're taking the young people on the journey with us which is good. I mean not all companies last this long I suppose is there is there a a secret or anything that you can pass on for people who are hoping to achieve this with their own productions and companies? Yes, we are lucky. I mean, this company's been here over 30-something years mm. from when Maggie and Arbel founded it. Um, I don't know. It's just got to keep it changing and evolving, I think, the idea. Mm-hmm. And we really tried to be a, you know, sort of a pillar of the community in some ways and try to support um, other aspects of the dance culture in Australia. And just got to keep um, evolving with the time and make sure that um, you have the most wonderful dancers because at the end of the day, that's if you've got an audience, then that's what keeps you alive. And having the stunning dancers I have, you know, I think that that, that helps with our audience growth. Well, good luck with the show, Chookers and all that, and uh, thank you for fitting me in for Miro Magazine before you head off to Hong Kong. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you, Natalie. (laughs) That was Artistic Director of Expressions Dance Company, Natalie Weir, speaking to me just before going to Hong Kong for the grand opening of her latest show, Four Seasons. Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, a.k.a. The Wandering Journo, with production assistance from Michael Adams. That's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. Stay up to date with the latest episode of Streets of Your Town by subscribing on your podcast app on iTunes or SoundCloud. See you next time.